This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for the recline. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyo Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Black Lives Matter. Fuck yeah. And it's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you not saying it right. And I'm going to double down on it with my nigga. Black Lives Matter. I don't want to hear shit else. Man, oh man, oh man. Welcome back. Episode 212, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 212. You feel me? A shop talk. Yeah, updated before we put it up. Yeah. Um, what's popping? Hey, man. Uh, it's been an interesting week in the world, man. You know, <laughs> every every week that we come in here, I'm thinking like, you know, I think optimistically, like shit is going to, you know, go away. I think niggas kind of declared that Rona is over, even though it's not. But niggas kind of declared that it was over. Uh, How we know it's not? Because niggas are still dying. Well, if nothing's going to ever go completely away. I mean, I'm just, shit's still dangerous for me. I didn't wear my, my mask out the house, though. I got like four masks in my car. They all in my passenger seat. Oh, as a matter of fact, I got some in here, too. Oh, okay. So I can I can take one when I leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck. But, uh, yeah, so I think niggas done declared the Rona was over. I seen a lot of people out and about at the liquor store. I went... uh. Went walking last night. There's a bunch of people at the park and shit. So, you know, maybe niggas have declared the run is over. Uh, what it, park you walk to? Uh, I was out walking. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I, I was like, I ain't no parks on Finkel. No, no, no. I went over to my. Uh, I got you. Don't worry. About to, you know where my dad and them yeah, stay yeah, at. Yeah. Took a little, took a little walk up over there, and then. Uh, and you know, I was over there yesterday. Really? Ride my bike. Actually, I might have seen you. And now I think about it, I think I cut down that street. I was over there walking. Loki, I think I did cut down that street. We might have, we might have passed it. Nah, I was on. Now nah, you would have seen me because I walked slow. Well, what's so funny is because uh, I got out, I was on my bike, and I got out there, and I looked at my back tire, and I couldn't tell if it was low or not. And I was like, I don't want a chance. <laughs> and I got a phone call, so then I was on the phone, so I really wasn't, you know, paying so, attention. I got yeah. you. Uh, and then. But every time I think some shit is like going away or things are going to get better, the bullshit shoot right back on up, man. Yeah. With these riots, the protests, and you know, 
the way that the police have been treating people, uh, the shit is the shit is maddening, and we I don't think we've seen the worst of it yet. We're not at the crux of things yet. So um, when we recorded was last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was before shit had kicked off. You know what I'm saying? More shit had kicked off. Like uh, niggas are still protesting. But yeah, but no shit did shit changed after we recorded Friday. Like that evening. Yeah, and I, I I worked midnight that night, so I was up the whole night watching shit. Atlanta went crazy. Um, I sent I sent. Unfortunately, a young man last week, nineteen year old kid, got shot downtown and passed away. Yep. I was watching on Fox Two when that shit happened. Where they panicked, you know what I'm saying? Like then, like the looting started, rioting started. She got started getting burned and like. Atlanta happened, like all this shit was going down, and um, I've been everywhere all week, every day. It seems like different emotions and different stands because absolutely, it's just so much, man. It's a lot going on. It's, it's a lot it's, going on, and it's, and it's heavy. It, it it weighs heavy on you. Yeah, because even though I'm not in, you know, I'm not out in the on the front lines protesting. I don't want to, you know, make it seem like it's something that I'm something that I'm doing that I'm not because I'm at home working when, when this shit is going on. But like to see the emotion behind that shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm having these conversations with, with my kids about what's going on in the world and, you know, having kids of different age ranges, explaining things on a different, you know, uh, conversational and level of comprehension which with each of them. So how does that look for you? How what kind of conversation? What kind of conversations have you been having? Like, I mean, with my older kids, you know, they, you know, they seventeen, fourteen, and about to be thirteen. I mean, they they got cell phones. They watching the news. They get what's going on in the world. I mean, I always have conversations, especially with my oldest son, because he's seventeen. Next year he'd be eighteen. Hopefully, off away. Do in, they get in it college? Again? So when I say do they get it, because even at 17, like, has he had any interaction with the police? Being in the car with me is really, like, the only, you know, yeah. real interaction that, so like, that, he's, that he's had with the police. His interaction, he may not see what you've seen over your lifetime. So I'm, I'm assuming that may, may be. Yeah, his, it's probably, his interactions are definitely a lot more limited than what, yeah. I, than what I've seen. But I just try and, you know. I always try and give my kids the truth about the shit that I've gone through. You know, I don't, I try and tailor it for their age range, but I don't hide the fact that like I've been locked up. I've been arrested. Like dad has gotten into shit and this is what you do to avoid or to try to avoid certain shit from happening. Like I don't, no, I done been co- I done been tased on the side of the road and shit. You know, situations that probably could have turned out worse, but they didn't. Man. And, you know, I just try and give them my life experience. Like, don't do what the I shit did. that I did because, you know, I'm lucky by the grace of God, certain things didn't turn out the way that they could have. But, you know, I got I've gotten into physical altercations with a police officer, you know, out by where we used to work at. So, you know, that shit could have turned could have turned something different, but we're talking almost 20 years ago, and the climate was a lot different than also than what it is now. But, yeah. you know, you just got to be smart. And you got to be safe out here. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I don't even know how to say, I don't know how to tell, I don't know how to tell a person to be smart no more. 
like traditionally it's like yo don't talk back or yeah. or keep your hands here or obey orders that shit still gets you killed depending on who you fucking with yeah you know what i'm saying so it's it's one of those tough things so you got to use your perception you got to be in survival mode 24/7 yeah 24/7 cuz like we always say you can't i can't fight a police officer in the field that i'm gonna lose that yeah. 10 times out of 10 i got to make it to court yeah. if i can make it to court i at least got a chance to to even the playing field but i can't fight them out in the streets yeah no you not with your voice no you know what I'm saying? If you want to fight with I know my right. All oh, that shit don't matter on the side of the road, my nigga. The court is the only system we have. It's the paperwork is the only system that you yeah. have. Once you get to court, they just reading your briefs. You got to have that. That shit got to be sent before you. Right. When The court is a proceeding. The briefs and everything are already filed. You know what I'm saying? Like that is the law. That is the court. The court ain't the building. The court is in that paperwork. And that's yeah. how, how shit get, shit get off. You say I filed motion after motion after motion. I was seasick. Um, man, my feelings been changing all week, man. And when the when this shit first kicked off, man, I was looking like, man, like why we doing this? Why we doing that? Like why we y'all burn? Don't don't burn down this. Don't burn down that. Not saying like don't, cause I get it. I'd be like, yo, don't fuck up where you live. Yeah. Because we're gonna have to use that shit. But you know writing is the voice of the people. Yeah. It's the voice, it's the voice of the unheard. Cause it's a you got protesters, you got rioters, and you got looters. Right. And um I thought like, all right, while y'all protesting, some of the looters was fucking up the shit for others. But then you just I'd be sitting back like, well, we did though. Ideally, on the surface, like yo, somebody died, go steal a TV. That don't make no goddamn sense, right? Right? It like on on the surface, but like, well, you did everything else. I just want to fuck some shit up. I just want to cause disruption so much, whether that's breaking the window, stealing, doing everything. They, they, I'm gonna cause disruption so fucking much that you forced to deal with this shit, and like I can understand that. Not saying that, that that's not my motive or right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about the nigga. Violence is as American as apple pie. That's is. that's what the country was built upon. That's what we we pride ourselves in is violence. Nothing has been accomplished in history in any any major significant point in history without violence preceding it. If you think of any major American. Any anything that's major in the course of history, violence always precedes the change. It does. So initially, I was thinking that, um, well, if you want to, do y'all want to be violent or do y'all want to appear to be violent? Because burning down an empty building and busting windows and shit that appears to be violent. Absolutely, but, but it's, it's not. It's not like. I was thinking initially like, yo, and I go kill that nigga, go burn his house down because y'all found out where he lived at. Y'all parked in front of his crib for three days. Y'all cut off all the Uber Eats. Y'all wouldn't let him get food. Trying to starve him, smoke him out, essentially. Facts. Like, so the police was out there, so y'all didn't get violent. But that's this where he live at. Like, I think that's the place to I'm not encouraging it, but that would be the place to be violent. Yeah. And um, I came across this. Is and, it that uh, clip that you posted? Yeah. I'd like to hear it. Uh, yeah. 
But if you kill my son, I'm going to kill you. Mm. I'm not going to get on TV and cry and call for Reverend Shopton. Mm. I'm going to quietly sit back, bury my baby, and then I'm going to figure out how to kill you and your wife mm. and kill you and your children. Mm. Every black parent that have lost the child to the bullets of the enemy in uniform who's supposed to be your protector, you should go kill those enemies. That's your duty as a human being. And if you can't protect your family, you're going to bring a baby in this world, raise them up to a man, child, or a woman, and then you're going to let somebody come and shoot them down like a dog in the street, and not only go into court and get off and laugh in your face, but they pay them back pay. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to get on TV and cry. No, your obligation is to go to your grave to avenge your children. Mm. That's your duty as a human being, black man. I agree 100%. Yeah, man. I don't have no problems with that shit. I agree 100%. That stops all the looting. It stops all the need for protests, all the marches, everything. Eye for an eye. That devil, black, white, or in, or or any other color, that devil murders your son or loved one in cold blood and is not brought to justice, it's your duty to go handle that situation. Period. We ain't got to worry about nothing else. We don't got to worry about if he get off or whatever. Cause that got to be the con. That's the only way. You can't legislate hate out of a motherfucker heart. Nah. I can instill fear inside of you though, that you know, if I do some fuck shit, someone's coming for me. And then once I go avenge my loved one's death, my community pay for my my our community get together and assist in the trial and in the defense of that person. Like that's what I think should be it. We ain't got to. We ain't got to do all that other shit. That don't mean all the other shit is wrong, because that's not what I'm saying. But that route is how I'm coming every single time. I sent that to my family and told them I expect the same, and we all agreed that's what it is. I had no. I ain't got no issues with that. I'm. You know, we've said this shit before. If something happened to me, if I get murdered by the hands of the police, don't sing no sad songs. I don't want niggas marching in the street, burn this motherfucker to the ground. No, go kill that motherfucker. I mean, burn it down as you kill. Well, I don't. I'm. I don't want my city just burnt down, and the nigga who killed me is okay. That don't. That don't serve my purpose. My purpose is go get that motherfucker. Go burn his shit down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. <sighs> We talked about this shit before. I know Jay had that lyric about why Zimmerman free or some shit like that. Like, nigga, that was Trayvon daddy responsibility to go kill Zimmerman. I can't put that shit on nobody else. You want me to go put that shit on a rent? Every time somebody, some shit happened, they be like, but yeah, but Zimmerman walk around. Trayvon daddy's still alive, ain't he? Ain't that his responsibility? How is it somebody else's responsibility? We've, we've always been conditioned to be so forgiving of... You know the plights that happen to us, and that's not the that's, dis- that's not to disparage him. No, no, no. You know I I get what you're saying. That's to say it's not another person's responsibility. Now, if you want to step up and avenge for him, that's up to you. But we can't collectively be like, "Yo, we're all to this, we're all to that." No, that's the responsibility of your first. Yeah, that's your child. Yeah. When I watched that Trayvon Doc, um, I forget who did it, but was it BT? One of them shows. It was like a six part joint. I think it might have been BET. And um, like the day after, the police called Trayvon's dad and was like, yo, we about to bring George outside so he can walk us through the scene. Just don't come out the house. And you got to look out the window 
And he said, you know, he said that was the, the the most difficult thing you ever had to go through the whole nine blah blah blah. No, that's my fam. house. That's my house. No, fam. Like no. that's where that's where it is. Now, granted, at that particular time, he probably thought he had faith in the justice system or whatever, whatever. That's you can't kill my son, my nephew, my brother, my sisters, my cut. You can't do that. I've never had faith in the justice system because I've seen I've seen how how weighted that scale really is. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been in court several times in my life. You know, uh, when I when I just got my new job and they did my background check, you know, Nick, I, I be very transparent. I've been arrested 13 times in the past four years. You know, I every time I've stood in front of a judge, it's very rarely gone my way, whether I've been right, wrong, or indifferent. Come to court by myself, come to court with a lawyer, it's rarely tipped. My, you know, I got more losses than wins in that area. I can't trust a system that I know, unfortunately, is not is not for me, that is not is not weighted for me, is not made for my benefit, is made for my detriment. Yeah. I can't trust the police to... Anytime I've ever called the police for, say, a break-in at my house or my car has been broken into, they... They come out, they make a report. There's no, there's, there's nothing more behind it. They're not searching for the nigga that broke in my house. It's over with. It's done. It's just a, it's just a formality at that point. And I cannot trust that same system that's failed me on a smaller scale to defend me on such a larger scale. When it comes to my family, you know, I, and I'm again, I'm not knocking that man for what he has or what he has not done. Yeah, I've never lost. That's not what it is. About. I've never lost a child. And I couldn't imagine the pain and what that that would do to me emotionally, mentally, and physically. I can't. I can't even fathom that shit. So I it, it's. I don't want to sit here and criticize what he should have done. Right. But all I know is that I cannot trust the police and the courts to take care of me and mine because they never have. And until things are changed systematically, they never will. And um, again, I brought that up about uh, Mr. Martin, not to disparage him, but to basically say that's his responsibility. It's no one else's responsibility to go and kill George Zimmerman. You know what I'm saying? Whether that ever happens or that's maybe that's not the decision I want. And I, I respect that too. Yeah. But like you can't, give another person the responsibility of killing him if that's the case you do it yeah you know what i'm saying if you asking for it why don't you do it like (laughs) fuck out of here you know what i'm saying um i saw a lot of shit going on i saw a lot of infiltration of um these protests aka cops um dressed as looking like cops but dressed as civilians right um, With the outline of their bulletproof vest underneath their t-shirts, yeah, busting out windows. Did you see the video? Uh, well, I saw one video, and there was some kids, and they was like, "Look, they standing outside of building. Like, look at these bricks. Like, why, just sitting why are these bricks sitting here? You know what I'm saying? And they, they know what time it is. Then a couple There's days, no construction later, going on in the area. It's downtown. It's like you." It's bricks sitting in front of the Copywear building, <laughs> right? <laughs> like what? Or right in front of the Nike store is a bunch of bricks and shit. And then I seen the video of police dropping their bricks off and unloading them. Yeah, I saw that too in that pickup truck. <laughs> I'm like, why are police dropping bricks off, dog? Now I really believe that they was dropping off guns in Chicago. And you it, know, it, it's, ve- it's very easy to believe. It's yeah. very easy to believe. This the same technology that 
we've been we we're trying to warn you guys about. I mean, we've we have Rick Ross in the studio and he basically he laid out the whole scenario for us. I mean, we've we we've seen this story before on such a on smaller levels and even on larger levels. Like they they plant thing they're plants. They put you know, they're there to help incite the riot. Then it's justified. Then their actions are now justified because of what's been planted there in the community. So now that we see that we got whites infiltrating the protests that don't live here in the state of Michigan, like 85 people got arrested two nights ago in the city and or half of them wasn't from the city. Someone was far as from Tennessee, Ohio, Maryland, like y'all are being flown in, drove, driven in out here to cause ruckus in the city. Absolutely. So once I start going out there protesting and then I'm seeing people co-opt the protests for destruction, maybe we should pull back then. Y'all go out there, just y'all, because y'all keep giving us a bad name and we keep getting injured and we keep getting harassed and getting arrested because y'all are co-opting the, the protest. Y'all probably going to get bailed out, go back to y'all city and town, but we got to live with these consequences. Y'all not going to get killed by the police. We might get killed out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we got to be smart. Like, yo, if they keep co-opting, stand back. So, apparently, and I want y'all to protest in y'all own neighborhood, so it's kind of kind of hypocritical that I was talking about how but if y'all going if y'all going to protest y'all need to be in y'all own city by y'all own self and talk to y'all people cuz it's not our responsibility to conv- convince y'all that y'all wrong you know i, I do want to give a shout out to a friend of the show shining the hippie because i saw her posting on twitter about how to or setting up a zoom call about how to protest correctly yeah and and i know her and her crew of friends are definitely down in the front lines you know, trying to, you know, protest and, you know, stand firm. I, I know she was, uh, she spoke at everything. Yeah, but I, I saw on the news this week, she was speaking at, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of the representative's name. Because uh, Trick Trick was there, Vezo, uh, Royce 59, Mary Sheffield yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, had a rally. And I saw that uh, she got out there and spoke and, uh, you know, she's always doing doing a lot in the community, a lot of activism, and, you know, stands behind a a, a lot of different good causes. Yeah, man. Um, did a lot of work. The slut walk, week. too. Yeah, a lot of good work. Um, and she rides. She does that. You know what I'm saying? She rides for that. Um, what do you feel about the police kneeling? I don't trust that shit. I don't trust that shit. I don't I think it's disgenuine. I don't I don't think that is that is honest or comes from a a loving place. I think that right now with just the relations between the public and the police yeah. to a certain extent they're doing, you know, it's damage control. You know, they're doing what they need to do in order not to fan the flames of this shit. But when I see the police kneeling like now Kneeling now is is reactive. The police have had multiple opportunities. The police can be proactive in how they deal with people, situations, and things of that nature. Kneeling now is reactive, and I don't want the knee-jerk reaction because it's cool now. 
You know, talk to me six months from now or a year from now. Are those same police officers going to be showing that same sort of empathy and sympathy while they're out policing the community? And I can't believe that they will. Uh, so like across Detroit, shout out to Detroit. I love my city. Um, I Absolutely. Li- I'm, a, I'm actually I actually live in the city, you know, um, so I, I have a vested interest in it. Right. Um, we didn't burn shit up. No. You know what I'm saying? We didn't. I we, saw a video of people stopping people from trying to 100. loot, like the Nike store downtown. Yeah, somebody was trying to throw like a, a garbage can lid, one of them heavy. Yeah, in through there, and they got into a fight because they wouldn't let them. You know what I'm saying? But like, fam, we've been through the riots, we've been through destruction before. I know a lot of you guys in the city uh, talk about Dan Gilbert. Uh, fixing up downtown and midtown areas, but not doing anything for the neighborhoods. I hear that often, right? Right. Well, when the riots happened, guess where they was at? In the neighborhoods. Yeah. We don't want that. Like we rioted because before, that's what, that's and they never we came back. <laughs> These are our communities in which we live in, and you've always made the point. There's no need to burn down my neighbors. My neighbor didn't do this to me. Yeah. You know, there's no need to burn down my local CVS because yes, in, in the midst of my pain and anguish, you know, I feel good that I I got that anger and aggression out. I, I did something, but nigga, when you need milk next Tuesday or your baby need, you know, a notebook for school, where the fuck do you go now? Yeah. So I, I appreciate everybody in the city for, for keeping it together. And I can to an extent, I can understand why police were mobilized because they saw what was going on all over the country. It was a chain of a chain of events, right? Yeah. So I can see why they can mobilize and get deep and be thinking that something's going down here too. But I haven't seen any destruction after Saturday night. So across the country. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, at this point. All the Detroit protests have been peaceful protests. Yeah. No one's destroying shit. I'm confused how you can instill an 8 p.m. curfew to stop a protest when protests are protected under the First Amendment. I, I just don't understand it. Now, you know, maybe a, a lawyer or whomever can can explain it to me. But as long as the protest is peaceful, if I'm not throwing rocks and, and shit like that. How can you arrest me for not going in the house at 8 p.m. if I'm here for a, 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 pro, a protest? I could protest the 8 p.m. curfew, and I have every right to do that under the law. I'm flabbergasted as, as how this can happen. Yeah. Because on the flip side, you want peaceful protesters in the ho- in the house before, you know, by 8 p.m., where just a few weeks ago when they were protesting at the Capitol with assault rifles— that's a perfect example, actually. I'm glad you brought that up because that was doing a stay-at-home order. Yeah. And the governor said specifically the only reason we didn't arrest them or fine them for breaking the state stay-at-home order is because they're protesting and they're con- they're protected under the First Amendment by that. That's yeah. the only reason they was allowed to be at the state capitol and everything because they were protesting. Other people, they was mad, like, how come I got a ticket when I went to the park and they can go up there? Because they're protesting. So if you set that precedent already. Absolutely. How is it, it okay? It should, there should be an even playing field for everyone. But as we already know, it 
there's not an even playing field. The, the same rules don't apply for for all of us. There's a staunch difference in who was protesting in Lansing and who was marching in downtown Detroit. And the color of their skin plays a huge factor in both. And um, I do want to I, I do got a shout out to all the white allies who've been out there because everybody who just because you white don't mean you bad guy. And you no, not at all. Co-opting. So I guess I got to get my language under control. So if it sounds like I'm, I'm painting everybody with a broad brush because they've been out there, too. And that's what we've all we've we wanted them to. to, to we, we need allies in order to make in order to make the changes that are necessary for us to move forward in equality and move forward in peace. Yeah. We, we have to have allies because clearly we are. You know, we are still the the minority. There are not enough of us in positions of power and influence. So we do need that help. Wild savages. I wish to God I would have been there. Body bags for those vicious subhumans. That was what the Shelby Township police chief admitted to posting on his now deleted Twitter account. Shelby Township police chief said, I wish to God I'd have been there. Body bags for those vicious subhumans. Fam, this is who running the police departments in, in, the, in the suburbs of the city of Detroit. And not far from Detroit. Not far. Fam, you want us to die. I'm not even mincing words. Fam, that's an exact quote. That he That's the quote that he admitted to. So if this is what he's admitting to, you know what he's saying behind closed doors is worse. He went on to say, unleash real cops and let them take care of these barbarians. What you mean take care of? <laughs> yeah uh kill murder death kill uh people say they want mean and only thing they want to do is be forgiven um essentially after everybody get caught they say they sorry it's taken out of context it was blase blah now you said what you really felt you said what you really felt we saw this also this week with drew Brees. oh yeah we definitely didn't know <laughs> He caught subhumans and barbarians here in Michigan. We ain't broke shit. Yeah. Well, in Metro Detroit, in Grand Rapids, they broke shit. <laughs> they destroyed one of the <laughs> a company I work for. They destroyed one of their buildings. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> knocked all the windows out. Uh, but here, that's Grand Rapids is what three hours. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's, a, that's a. It's a. I mean, it's still Michigan. It's Michigan. But it, it ain't. It ain't. Detroit. It ain't Shelby Town. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shelby uh, Township about 40 minutes away. Yeah. Um, so uh like this is what we're dealing with. And if that's the chief, that's the y'all get y'all take y'all. It, tri lead. it trickles down from the top. It trickles down from the top. You act at work and you treat your either your customers or your employees how your boss treats you. That's just how it works. If your boss is really, really nice and very, really, really receptive and always looking out for you. You that you tend to model that behavior. Yep. And if you, I you mean, know, we we've seen that leadership model work. You know, me and you worked together for years, and I can, you know, there's one person in particular that come to mind. Where like, you know, personally, when we got to know her, she is a completely different person. Yeah. But professionally, people would walk to the walk to a cliff and wouldn't hesitate to jump off for. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like, that's the type of leaders that you got leading your police force that's why we worry like that's why if y'all don't listen to us now i'm a break shit i'm a burn shit 
I seen one long young lady. She was like, let's just say they got looters out here, right? It highlights that these people are so poor and so underprivileged that during this time is the only time that they're like, I can go get this high price item. Yeah. Doing a global pandemic, a looting. Like, this is the only time. Like, people are that, people are just. I seen a video in Philly, niggas walking down the street with washers and dryers. Yeah. Now, on the surface, that shit sounds stupid. Like, nigga, you out here stealing a washer and dryer. Fam, the fact that you need to go out there and loot a and washer steal. and a dryer, that highlights there's a, a there's a really big issue in this country. Like, why would they, I have to steal a washer and a dryer? Because that should be a basic human. That should be like a basic need. I should be able to afford those things. And, and my basic need, but people can't. I seen a nigga trying to. It's a luxury a item. ATM on the bus stop, trying to get an ATM. No, no, on that the was bus. the bus driver trying to put the ATM. Oh, on that the was the bus driver. Yes, wow. that was the bus driver trying to put the ATM on the bus. It was struggling because <laughs> them bitches is heavy. Struggling, <laughs> and they got a trans like him. They, they gonna catch you. <laughs> it, it's GPS, nigga. But it's um, it's it's a uh, it, it's it's wild, man. Um, you mentioned uh Drew Brees, right? Yeah, man. Because while all this shit is going down, um, it's remember Colin Kaepernick was going through all this shit, right? Yeah, he took a knee, and people kept saying that NFL and other people are not gonna be on the right side of history. And then three years, four years later, everybody's taking a fucking knee. And they are and they are not on the right side of history. Right. So they asked Drew Brees, um, what do you think about kneeling um doing the national anthem? And and he went on to say like he he feels a way about people disrespecting the flag. When there are pictures of Drew Brees kneeling on the sideline during the national anthem. Now, where I think Drew really fucked up, you know, because he was talking about, you know, how his grandfather fought in the war yeah. and you know it's a black people also fought in those wars too all of them diligently right next to you yes and was still denied treated like shit some denied freedom when they came back from war treated like treated still like secondhand citizens when they came back for war drew your granddaddy wasn't the only nigga that died on the battlefield your granddaddy what? was probably a racist and your granddaddy probably sat with the rest of the soldiers and the black soldiers sat with the prisoners of war. Yeah. That literally happened. I'm fighting for y'all. And then we're we not did, rewriting history. We just like, that's a this, fact. This what happened. That's a fact though. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but I also look while I do believe Drew was ignorant in his comments. But when, when I look at also, where he's coming from with these comments. He he grew up, his father is a trial lawyer. His mother was a successful lawyer. He grew up in an affluent area in the South. I mean, to think that some of these ideals aren't deep-rooted is is ignorant on our part also. This is this is how he grew up. I don't care how many black friends and black co-workers you got. At the end of the day, he goes back home to a very different lifestyle than a lot of his teammates even have endured. Lives, even though he plays and has been living in one of the blackest places in New Orleans. Yes. Now, he's still, you know, and, and I don't want to just fully discredit him. He's been a philanthropist, donates uh, a lot of time and money 
you know, to to different organizations in and around the New Orleans area. I remember he gave, you know, gave a lot of money after Hurricane Katrina. But through all of that, you know, when the shit hit the fan and his back against the wall, he under, he knows what he still is, a privileged white man. I just don't understand that while we saw the police murder a man on videotape, and people are on the streets rioting and looting and protesting about police brutality and injustice. The first thing you and they ask you, do you think people are going to kneel because because all these police officers are kneeling? You think people going to kneel? Yo, I won't take any disrespect to the flag, the, the national anthem, the American flag or the military. Who the fuck asked you about the anthem, the military or like nobody asked you about that shit. Don't bring in the military. The military is on the fucking ground trying to take over American soldiers. Yeah. I mean, American citizens. Yeah, yeah. That's not supposed to happen. Why the fuck you bringing up the military? We talking about the police. There's, there's literally people out here. You saw a man get choked to death, get get kneeled to death, and you talking about the a, a song. Like that's uh, a deflection. A, a, a symbol. You and know you, the the flag. The flag is j- just a symbol. And you did it on purpose, and you knew what you was doing when you said it. So much. I'm driving down the other day. Was that yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. I'm driving down 12 mile and uh and tell 12 mile in Southfield. You know them new condos they put right there behind that um that that Jersey bikes yeah. and all that shit. And you know, new condos out there. I look on like the second or third floor. Big ass American fly, flag draped on the balcony. So all the shit that's going on right now, when you drop this giant American flag that's covering the entire balcony, like I know what you're doing. I understand that. Yeah. You're not. You, oh, you up to that's, that's you, you. Now you're just proud to be an American. Today, no, huh? no, that's that's not patriotism right there. That's that's symbolism. Yeah. That's, that, I'm letting you know clearly where I stand on things. And that's what Drew Brees did. And now he he, he released the apology. The next day, that shit didn't work. And then he released another apology today with video and then no, fuck that. We no, saw I, you already. I, yeah, and the apology the apology is diluted. You know what I'm saying? Like the apology is is that's just PC. That's what you just doing to try to cover your ass. But you said what you felt two days ago, and you were strong on that. Yeah. And I'm perfectly fine with people saying whatever the fuck they feel. I get on this show, my show. And I say what the fuck I feel every goddamn week. And sometimes I get brushed back for it. Sometimes it just blows over. But if you're going to say it, you know, nigga, stand on that shit. You understand? Because before it came out your mouth, you know, you, ha- you got a chance to stop it. You understand that what you do for a living, the range of what your voice will take you. You are a professional athlete yeah. of, you know, the, the biggest team in your fucking state. You know, beyond is is fucking uh, the the Saints, LSU, and then you go to the to the Pelicans. So I mean, you are essentially you know one of the biggest faces in your state. When you look through your locker room, you know what you know the eyes you see and staring back at you. They black and they they're black and brown men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that that that's these are your coworkers. These are the people that go to war for you. That make sure you don't get hurt every fucking Sunday. He went directly to disrespect the military. Um, and like, well, Drew, you do know that 40% of the military is black and brown. 
forty percent, and we not almost 40, half. We not forty percent of the population, but black and brown people make up forty percent of the military, and we always have been in every one of those wars. Yeah. Why do you think it's disrespectful for someone to say, take a knee, when that's what y'all doing now? Like I, I don't get it. Like, is it disrespectful to? To have the bikini, uh, the the bikini American flag, right? Budweiser flag. I mean, you got a, a, a American flag on a Budweiser can or bucket hats, and like, who told us that? Who told us what's acceptable? So why is putting my hand over my heart acceptable? Like, what does that mean? Because you're pledging allegiance. Let me tell you something. You know how you how we can end this whole conversation? Stop playing that fucking song in games. I mean, you're stop only play- doing it because you're getting paid. Stop playing it at events. There's there's no need there's no need for the pageantry of the national anthem being played at a basketball game. You know I'm not with that shit. Nah, you don't do that shit at your job before you start the day. Why nah. you do it at that one? Like, what about sports has to do anything with the country? Shit, when why do, why do kids have to do it in school? Honestly, uh, did you know? Uh, I think it's China. Just made it illegal for you to disrespect the flag and in their in in national song. Drew Brees is rolling in his grave. They made it illegal. So what? Happened? So to disrespect, be a little bit more specific. Yeah, it's I know. Like it's a little like bit a six thousand. It's, it's a you get a fine and you can go to jail for disrespecting or saying anything wrong about the national song. I'm about to bring up this article so I can give you the exact. Like, oh, China ain't fucking playing. Like Drew, go to fucking China then, because that's that's where your people's at. Clearly. Right, where they have no free speech. Right. Uh, let me see if I can find this shit. Okay. <laughs> on uh, and this shit hit my line via Apple uh, News on China's Tiananmen anniversary. Hong Kong outlaws mocking the anthem. Uh, you can punish it by up to three years in prison. Or fines equal to about six thousand four hundred and fifty dollars. Well, that's what we're heading for, fellas. That's what we're heading for. Pine oil heavens. <laughs> you know what the wow. chamber smells yeah. like? <laughs> Pine oil. <laughs> Damn. That's what you, six thousand four hundred and fifty dollars, or three years in prison. Uh, well, seeing as we not in China, and this hadn't been Paul, hadn't been passed. Fuck that whole ass song. The shit don't rhyme. What is there a rhyming word in the national anthem? Regular bombs bursting in there. Okay. And the and the third verse is racist as fuck. He say something about fuck niggas get out of here. That's all, I- <laughs> all I, I'm saying like we we just do that first verse. You make it all the way to the third. That song get a little sketchy. Uh, stop playing it as shit. I don't. We don't need to hear the national anthem. At a basketball game, I'm there to see LeBron. You know what I'm saying? When I when I go to the Lions game on Sunday, I want to see my fucking Lions. I'm not there for the national anthem. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I'm not knocking people that have served in the military because you know what? I got family to serve. I got friends to serve. But I don't give a fuck about it. Why do the national anthem get attached to the military? What the fuck does the national anthem? Flags. I don't know. Niggas, Niggas fighting. Like the military and the flag. What does that have to do with each other? Like them two things don't like. What does they have to do with each other? I mean, it's it's symbolism. You know what I'm saying? Flag patriotic. 
you know, niggas defending the flag and shit. That's all I got, man. I only know one black person that used to fly the flag. Um, and it was our, ne- our our neighbor across the street. He would only put the he he was in the army though. He would put the flag out on on Fourth of July and on like uh, a Memorial Day. Other than that, he would never have that shit out there. And growing up, it was cool because I knew he was he he was in the armed service, whatever. But like now, when I see somebody with an American flag, oh, you one of them? When I when I I, I really think like like everybody happy to to be in America. This is America, right? I don't never under I never felt the need to like it's weird to me though. When I see niggas as like kind of like stomp they I'm proud to be in America. That's nah, the, you proud to be something else. I think mental health issues when I see that shit. I really do think niggas be having some mental health issues, dog, cuz like why would you be so happy about the I don't get I'm it. I'm proud to be an American. I'm nah, fuck you proud to be white. And let me ask you though. And privileged. It's weird to me. And not in a good way or bad way. It's just weird. Why do you think this the this this case, this situation, is what got the entire world protesting and up in arms and giving attention to 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 this finally? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what makes this Cause what if this is it? Cause we've been asking for everybody to wake up because like Everybody is on this shit. They even feel obligated to be on it now. I don't know what makes this case more powerful than, say, what happened to, you know, Trayvon Martin or what happened with, you know, insert any 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 victim's name. I just knew Tamir Rice. He's a kid. Y'all pulled up and shot him with a toy. Like y'all was like they y'all wasn't there. It was twelve seconds. Before they arrived and he was dead. 12 seconds. Like, I'm, I'm like, y'all can't like, kids getting killed. Like, this got to be the one that yeah. pushes over the top. But it wasn't. It wasn't. I, I think it's a combination of, you know, people being stuck in the, you know, kind of like stuck in the house yeah. all these months. And then this happening on top of that. You know, like you, you continue to, you know, apply pressure and eventually it's going to pop. And I think that was, this was the pressure that we needed. You know, everybody is like, all eyes are on this because we are forced to have all eyes on this where, you know, six, seven months ago, you know, there was a lot, yeah, work, he was going out. Yeah. Sport. Like there was so many other things going on. Now everything is concentrated in one place. We've been in the house for months. All we, all people are doing are consuming the information that you are feeding them. And this was this was the time where we had everybody's attention on the same thing at the same exact time. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Like literally every single one of those points, man. And this is the this is their worst nightmare. Like every people since- been people have been protesting in all fifty states. Never happened before, them in my lifetime for sure. No, um, the reason I say it's um, the wor- their worst nightmare, and I, when I say they, I mean the people behind the curtain. Is ever since like ancient Romans and, and Greeks day time frame, like we had the Colosseum there, so we could keep y'all entertained, so y'all wouldn't worry about us running the country, right? 
Hey, hey, throw some lines in there with that nigga, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give him a spear. That that shit was to keep y'all entertained. But right now, everyone's at home. There are no movies. There are no restaurants. There is no sports on television. Uh, the television is only showing you Corona because after a while you get tired of seeing that shit. Right. Uh, then we have um, Ahmaud Arbery, his murder. You got Breonna Taylor, her murder, and then. You have George Floyd, his murder, on a moment where everybody is tired and everybody we got fed up. We got the time today, cuz. Literally. And not just in the country, the world for the most part is available. We not at work. And guess we don't gotta get up to work tomorrow so we can be out here all night protesting. Yep. Like this is the perfect storm. And to an extent, uh, what we've always wanted to see, we know what the fuck is going on. You ain't got to explain to too many black people what the situation is. Right. Because uh, we've been living with it all along. But others, allies, are out here and everyone is speaking up. Companies are speaking up. People are saying, no, we got to get rid. Dog, do you know niggas from the NFL? I forget my, I forget dog name. Was like, yo, we got it wrong with Colin. He was actually blackballed, and owners told me that they would hurt his vibe. He would they would lose eighty percent of their tickets, their season ticket holders, and blah blah blah. Did you hear the video that the NFL players put out today? No, I didn't hear that. They said, "NFL, we want you to say Black Lives Matter. We want you to say that Colin Kaepernick was wrong. We want you to say that y'all held him out." And they all said this collectively. Like they put out a video on a promo and say, yo, we want this. We want that. And we want y'all to say that. Like they putting pressure on the NFL. I like that. Ben and Jerry's coming out there. Everybody coming out there. When like all these companies, some of them are doing it because they feel pressured to do it. Not because they truly mean it. But I'm, I'll take that too. Like the tide allegedly. is starting to. It, could this be it? Is this another blip? Or is this one of be because like honest like things will get progressively better, right? It's not gonna ever be fixed like overnight. But like if you go from 1960 to 1980, 1980 better than 1960. Yeah. Some of the same things are happening. 2000 is better than 1980. You know, I saw Killer Mike talk about something uh on first take with Skip and Shannon. Yeah. That, you know, he he had a he felt that racism could become to be eradicated within about 20 years. Uh, but it has to be, a you know, a very staunch system that we put into place that we teach our own. We teach our own kids from pre-K to, you know, 12th grade. So that's about mm, what, 18, 19 years worth of schooling and that, we're, said, that we're able to re-educate our own. And that's how we change shit. And he said, start the children off in school to your point pre-k to whatever with jane elliott's blue-eyed brown-eyed experiment because you need to watch that to understand and he told like drew Brees to watch that like when um you told half the class the blue-eyed people are better than the brown-eyed people and how a class just divided and turned on each other and started to hate and then they she stopped the experiment and then switched them and then you saw the other side of the hate. Like, isn't it, like this is a learned behavior. And like, if you can start that at a very young age and get that shit out of 
within 20 because it's never going to stop when adults you, you, no you're an adult because they, they gone you the you, way you're stuck you in your ways you but stuck if in you your start ways. with these children early and actually teach them correctly tim watts is another white ally you know what i'm saying if you start correctly and 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 dog within 20 years you can get rid of this shit it can be more so than not yeah it's never going to be gone because evil is evil evil will always live on. always find a it always find a home, but um, it's just interesting that everybody is on it, and um, I don't know, man. I don't know how to. F- I'm 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 indifferent because it's 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 foreign. I don't think everything is gonna be all good because you clearly see how the cops feel. Yeah. Um, they angry. Does that make they hate go underground and it shit really get fucked up for us or I don't but I mean you you seen the group uh, Anonymous has come out of <laughs> man I've been following them niggas on Twitter and on YouTube for so long them niggas talk a good game but I still ain't seen nothing they said they gonna start dropping dropping names they dropped some lists some, some, Epstein, some Epstein shit like I'm tired of the Epstein shit you know uh, Hillary Clinton was on trial this week she was testifying on some for shit. what um, there's also primaries this week. I saw the primaries. Uh, you know, all that email shit and, you know, all that shit went under the rug. Nobody talking about Hillary because. It ain't time. <sighs> hey, man, that Pizzagate shit is. Uh, it's real. Tom Hanks. <laughs> you ever see this Tom Hanks' son, Chet, when he was on there saying some weird shit about his dad? Like, yeah, you know, my dad, uh, I'm in Illuminati. He's in there. We killed it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, all that shit he said in jest is exactly what you've been accused of. It's a hashtag that was out there um, that looks a lot like uh, Wilson. I'll just say that. Remember when Wilson? Yeah. Fa- it's a hashtag out there, and and the, and the it's some it's some wild shit that I'm not. I, I don't I don't I don't know if I'm ready for your wild shit this week. You you not. It's the some of the wildest <laughs> shit you. Some of the wildest shit. Because after that Rex Mill shit, man, I don't, I don't, I don't um, know, bro. Don't, I'm just I, saying, I it's, it's some shit. It's it's some shit in the game. You, but you may have to have like your own conspiracy theory show one of these days. It's gonna happen one day, man. Because I'm gonna bring up the Earth flat. I mean, you know. the Earth flat. Aliens is up next. Aliens is on the clock, fam. They coming. What happened to the murder hornets? I wish niggas would stop saying that shit, dog. They went away. They were never here. And the no nowhere in that article did they say we was about to get attacked by a bunch of niggas said we found like eight bees in like northern Washington. And they was like, what if? And then everybody was like, nigga, the hornets is coming in. <laughs> nigga, they found eight bees. <laughs> like Where they at? Where they at? <laughs> the Mitch Spray dead already. <laughs> like, I did see some shit that is a uh two meteors. Uh I don't know. You can't tell if shit real or not. But I saw something like... What site? The Onion? No, but two media are supposed to be coming towards us in June. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, from pandemic to... to um, Dog, what, what I post? This the sixth level? This the sixth level of Jumanji. <laughs> There's no telling what's going to happen next. I look, man, I get it, man. There are a bunch of black conservatives out there. And, you know, I don't mind what y'all political... Um, affiliation and, and, and ideologies are but when we got a global pandemic 40 million people out of work um, riots in the streets police brutality um, 
social security fraud, freaking no, unemployment man. fraud, all this shit under in four years, all that shit at the same time with one nigga at the helm. Fam, you did a bad job running the country. <laughs> Fuck, now, I, I argue, I argue this shit with anybody. I don't care what you, I don't care what your political affiliation. You is. did a bad job. <laughs> if you can look me in the face and tell me this nigga's done has done good for the last four years, you're an idiot. And I, you're an idiot. I kept saying, I, I asked one of my cousins or whatever, like, yo, has the last four years of your life been any worse than the other four years of your life? And within about two months ago, you could probably be like, it's going to be the same, but don't fucking matter. No, nah, this shit went from sugar to <laughs> shit real quick. <laughs> real quick, nigga. Like, he really just did a bad job. Now, now you can argue, well, because he couldn't get this pa- same thing. No, no, he was passing with- a lot of executive orders the Man. first two years. All this shit happened under your watch. It's your fault. Because if all this shit would turned out great under it you. Would, he would have took all the credit for the shit. Family. All the credit for the shit. I'm not saying that I support Biden or that I will vote for Biden or none of that shit. But we can collectively agree that Trump, like, fam, this shit happened. In, no, this is the worst. If you're the supervisor on the job and the building fucking burn and you the shift supervisor, who the fuck going to get blamed for it? Yo ass, because it was under your leadership. Man, I seen a nigga say Trump didn't bring back the 1918 um, pandemic the 1929 depression and the 1968 race riots all in the same month <laughs> like all in the same quarter fam uh, show me where stop me at the lie stop me when you get to the lie like we can collectively agree that whoever was in control during these this is a this is a bad stretch like in real life nigga bad is bad is not the correct adjective you got to find something worse than that if you be like dog what's the 6 month the worst Six month stretch that I can think of outsiding any personal losses, you know, um, a loved ones who've passed away or some shit like yeah. that. Like, dog, started with Kobe. Like, this shit went all downhill. <laughs> yeah, it did. Was that guy trying to warn us? Kobe was like, or did Co- Kobe got out of here just in time? Like, at, at, at moments like this, I'd be like, fuck what Nipsey say in this moment. Like, I need, I'd be needing some. Hey man, look, Kobe, yes, Nipsey also, but my nigga June, I always give him the credits, all caps, all facts. The world ain't been the same since Gerald LeVert died. But it got worse when they took the Mamba. Man, um, I want to talk about something. It's kind of frustrating to me that when things happen, um, the outcry for other people to speak for you. Mm. Where is such and such during this time? Where is this person during this time? Like, why do you care so much? Where's Wendy's with their statement? I don't know if you've seen Wendy's. You see, you've seen that list around is a companies that's been yeah. support. Those Wendy's, are like private franchise owners. Wendy's was like, yo, we ain't never gave no money to nobody. <laughs> facts. No, they tweeted that. They tweeted facts, period. No, no. Whoever <laughs> runs Wendy's social media account, pure fucking gold. Yeah. Whoever, pure gold. Whoever runs Wendy's social media account started the Popeye's chicken craze. The chicken sandwich craze. Like they started it accidentally but they started it what they tried to diss them niggas or something because wendy's twitter is fucking hilarious so 
when that when that shit dropped, like that think their shit started like on a Thursday. They started tweeting like, "Yo, I heard y'all got a chicken sandwich and ain't got nothing on ours." And then it was like, "Yo, I know. Um, don't don't worry about chick th- fillets because you're not gonna get one on Sunday." Um, like it was they was making jokes and it was so funny that um, one of them replied and it was they were so funny that people started retweeting it and they was like, "Oh shit, Popeyes got a chicken sandwich that Wendy's talking about." And it was like, well, who's better? Chicken, you know, Wendy's, like people just black Twitter. Yeah. Well, nigga, I eat a, a Wendy's chicken sandwich, blah, blah, blah. And the, the, the tweets were so funny that it got retweeted a million times and then it made it on television because you don't normally see brands tweeting like that, yeah, right? Yeah. And then it became a thing and everybody started going, let me get this chicken sandwich. And then once everyone wants to try it, it, it became a craze. But it really all started because they Twitter account. It's funny as hell. Still never tried that chicken sandwich. Yeah, but um, they was like, "Yo, nigga, we ain't we 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 not on that shit." But like, it interests me that like I I, I be concerned. Like, why do y'all care about all these brands and like, or even individuals? I heard somebody like Oprah ain't said nothing. Well, why would she? What you why, why do you say? why do you expect her to say something? Like, when has Oprah ever stepped out and been the uh? The official for the black delegate and what Oprah fucking say is what goes. Like if so we just got finished watching the um the last dance, right? Yeah. People was mad at um Michael Jordan because he didn't su- support that candidate, right? If a black Republican. Right. Y'all niggas don't like black Republicans. And why and why does he why does he have to speak? But ain't that hypocritical? Y'all know y'all don't like black Republicans. Y'all don't black, like Republicans, period. Black people are conditioned black Democrat, white Republican. That's like how black people are fucking conditioned. We've been voting Democrat our whole fucking lives. You understand? Most The majority of black people vote Democrat their whole fucking life. And look how fucked up shit them been. Like it ain't it ain't like we done came out on the the other end of the stick by by sticking to what we've been doing. I'm not saying go out and vote for Trump by any stretch of the imagination. I heard, a, but you need to vote for what's in your best interest. I heard um a, a very I heard an interesting argument and about um like all the quote unquote black cities and everything all fucked up. Be and but black people hate Republicans, but all of y'all cities are run by Democrats. Like, I don't think they plan working. And they was like, well, what the Republicans ain't doing such and such. They was like, well, y'all won't vote for them. And I was like, that's interesting. Because it's, all of it's our. It's really a fact. It's, it, if it, if it, ain't, it ain't about black because they are black Republicans, but y'all won't vote for them. I was like, that's interesting. Not saying that I would. You need to vote for what makes sense for you. And like I vote. If you go in the voting booth and just vote a straight party ticket, just Democrat, just because that's what the fuck you know and that's what you've been doing, you're doing yourself a disservice. So, um, article. So, did you see Vir- the, the the flag Virgil been catching? Yeah. So Virgil posted. I'm, I'm keeping it two Virgils out here. Yeah, Virgil posted something on his cash app. He delivered. He donated like fifty bucks or whatever. So now niggas say. Uh, a fifty dollar bill is a Virgil, right? And so, if you want to keep it a hundred, you got to keep it two Virgils. Uh, so, if y'all see that, that's, that's where it comes from. <laughs> um, article came about uh, one. I'm I'm, I'm kind of upset. Like, why do it matter how much he gave? Because I'm, I don't. Who are you giving money to? Me? I'm not donating shit. You don't donate to anything. I don't donate my money to shit <laughs> unless it's going to a person that I know. 
I'm talking about official charities. No, no Red Cross, no, no, none of this shit, because I understand that like 13 percent of the money only has to go to the cause and all the rest of the money can go to whatever operating the fuck they fees. Want. And yeah. So I'm not giving no money to nobody because I know for a fact that it's not going to the cause. Now, I donate my time. I donate my I donate my resources and I give actual money to people and put it in people's hands that I know that's going to do something. So y'all trying to say, yo, this person only donated X amount of this to this. Who the fuck cares? That nigga stores got fucked up. <laughs> he was probably pissed. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Article come about uh, 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 Kanye West. Donate $2 million. Set up a, a cottage fund for um, George Floyd's daughter. Does all this shit. People are like, yo, this is why we fuck with Kanye. Half. Other half. Yo, man, fuck Kanye, man. This is just a, a ploy to get black it's people. It's a tax write-off. Yeah. Fam, why do any of this shit matter, dog? Like, why is there a story about what he did? It's not my business. Mind your own fucking business. Because people want something to talk about, man. They need something to fill up their Facebook, you know, history with. They Twitter feeds. They need something to talk about. Have you ever in your life wondered how much somebody who you know donated to anything? No. Like, damn, I wonder how much my barber donated to the National Barber Escort. I've never. You're not in Negro College (laughs) Fund. How much he give? Nothing. I bet niggas didn't give they 50. If Virgil did $50, like. It's, it's 50 more than you done ever gave. Now, I'm going to get these jokes off because you probably shouldn't have posted it. You should just read the room and understand, like, <laughs> hey, fam, this $50 is going to look wild when I. It's screen- a raindrop in the ocean. When I when I, when I I screenshot my cash out $50, like, this is going to look wild, fam. Why'd you put it up there? Because you know jokes was coming. Yeah. Like, you're Virgil. You, or you, maybe he never jo- out of reach. The jokes are so funny because you will make a regular ass air. Force One put a plastic tag on that bitch and charge $1,700 for it. Like, so that's fucking ridiculous that you, that you charge so much fucking money for basic ass t-shirts and shit that then, you, then you'll get $50 to a cause. I mean, now, I, want, I want a pair of off-whites, man. You know, like, it, I don't care. It's just ironic. I want some off-white dunks, but I'm not willing to pay a fucking, you know, used car for them bitches. I get why the jokes come. You feel me? Because uh, they're deserving. They're deserving. Shout out to Michael Jordan and the Jordan brand. Mike dumped a hundred mil. A hundred million dollars? It's a lot of fucking <laughs> money, dog. Can't talk shit about Mike no more. He put his money where his mouth was. Even if they only get 13% of that, that <laughs> shit. No, a hundred million dollars? It's a lot of fucking monies. It's a lot of fucking monies. He's like, fuck that Isaiah shit. I'm trying to give him, I gotta get back in good grade. A hundred million dollars? Even if you just get 13% of that, still a lot of fucking money. No, that's a lot of money, dog. Did y'all 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 be quiet about that part. Or or the two to two facilities he opened. He opened two facilities in North Carolina yeah. for underprivileged people, black people. Um to get medical treatment. Yeah. Can y'all get some respect for that nigga name, dog? Cause I don't I don't like to broadcast my shit and it ain't happening. I'd rather nobody had why am I reading an article about how much to, how much Kanye West donated? Because it's Kanye West and people care about that type of shit. Why? It's that new Kanye. That shit ain't right, dog. Kanye must be about to drop an album or something. No, he's not. <laughs> like, like I'm hate. on the other. I'm I'm like a cynical Kanye fan at this point. I, I just hate care. like so. It's people that don't who not fans of you for whatever reason. 
whatever you do good don't mean it's not good because they don't like you. Like they don't know people don't know you, but don't like you because one of their homegirls could have told you something, <laughs> or, or a nigga could have said this, or or a nigga could have said that. Like from you don't know, like we don't like, know. Yeah, people. I, yeah, I feel you. I don't know Virgil. I don't know Kanye. No, I don't give a fuck how many interviews I, I listen to or how many music. Like you don't know that nigga. You don't know what's in someone's heart. You don't know that the nigga that, that gives money all the time, that shows up all the events, he could be a piece of shit person in real life. You don't know these people. Yeah. So they opinion. And they put so much weight on it. Like, oh, this nigga don't never do nothing. Oh, Floyd. You know how many fucking funerals Floyd didn't pay for? Shit ton. You know what I'm saying? But that never make it to the media. Boxers who do. This random shit. This one made it to the meeting. Oh, he still he he still don't do enough. How do, what do you do? He gave eighty eight thousand dollars for the funeral, my nigga. Eighty eight. What's not enough? Of, like what I don't like is when people count other people's pockets. <laughs> well, he got this. Whoa, motherfucker! You don't know what the, you know what they report on on TV. You don't, but you don't know. You don't know. And like, why the fuck does it matter to you? You don't have it. I get, and he pro- it's, it's probably frustrating. Where you know it, they asked him about like, why didn't you get money back to Flint? Like nigga, that, I don't got to. He said some shit. No, I'm not giving back money back to Africa. Everybody ain't for every. Like no, stop asking me about my fucking money because you're gonna catch me on the wrong day and I'm gonna say some wild shit. But I mean, how does it feel like with a, a, any any time something goes on, somebody coming to you with they handout for something? Nigga, I don't. We all get paid every other week. If I came. To, Hey, hey, Jay, my my daughter playing volleyball. I need need a couple dollars for a donation. Then I come back. Like nobody, you're not obligated to give to nephew, me. Nephew, nephew, let me get a couple <laughs> dollars <to> next week. <laughs> like fuck out of here, nigga. I remember I I had a somebody that we don't really associate with no more amongst my my homies was coming at niggas around tax time, like asking for significant amounts of money and like I know you got it because you got kids. I'm like, nigga, that's no. Yeah, I got I got three. And you're not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Like he was hitting niggas like that. Like, I, I I know you got the money, you got kids, nigga. I know you filed the kids on the taxes. Motherfucker, whose business is that? Listen up, man. It don't matter what you're like, t- stop m- making people do things that they not they not they not for. I watched uh Tiger Woods release a statement, right? And then I watched Max Kellerman tear apart his statement your white ass can't tell me what that black man saying about you know what i'm saying like he tried to say yo all right this part he literally broke it down a segment all right this part goes towards this okay he has to say this because this is normal but he spent too much time on police and not enough time on this part how your motherfucking ass gonna tell another nigga what the fuck to say like set the just f- put out a statement like sit the fuck down dog i don't like max kellerman on anything other than boxing and he he and toward the last five years of his boxing job on HBO, he was an HBO shield and only rooted against HBO fighters. And now that that shit is over with, now he come out and say, okay, we was overhyping Triple G. He really wasn't that good. Like, y'all get the fuck out of here. You lost lost your fucking credibility. I knew the nigga wasn't that good, but y'all built the nigga up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's this fucking great white hype. A lot of soft fights. I don't like that shit. But like, um, I don't, stop asking people to do things that they're not prepared to do. Everybody got different roles. Like you like I'm not at the I'm not at the point in my life anymore where today at least cuz things change. Right. That I want to be physically frontline doing the protest. Everybody can't be on the frontline. Everybody not a frontline nigga. 
Some niggas got to strategize. Somebody got to put the plan together. Somebody got to finance the plan. I'd rather Somebody use gotta organize. my podcast as my voice to help influence social change. I don't want to get tear gassed. I- I'm not worried about the tear gas shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's certain things that like everybody plays different roles. It's okay. Stop asking the nigga who is not good at speaking or articulating points to get in front of a microphone and speak on behalf of the black delegation. <laughs> like That's just not how it works. Let Killer Mike talk. God damn it. I love to hear Mike talk. I love it. You had a conversation off camera with the niggas because we get it. But you think you sound like T.I. And that's not what's going on. You think you sound like Killer Mike. All them big words. It doesn't translate well, Clifford. No, you looking real unscrupulous up there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, like I don't, I don't get it. Stop asking people to do weird shit. Dog. This is your third week in a row using, you know, words outside your normal paradigm. Uh, <laughs> uh, huge shout out um, to um, Bob Johnson, BET Bob, Bob Johnson. Dro- Bob dropped some cash too. Well, no, he. Uh, How much money he give? Well, he's asking for fourteen million dollars, fourteen trillion dollars in reparations for black people. He said, yo, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of going back and forth. I'm tired of y'all acting like y'all know what time it is. $14 trillion needs to be given to us in reparations. And he's pushing forth something, trying to get them, make that happen. $14 trillion. $14 trillion. Okay, I did see that because that broke down to about 333000 for each of us. Run it. Uh, that's enough to, you know, shorten that generational wealth divide. I'll take it. The because the the the, the wealth divide is like a hundred and forty three thousand versus seventeen dollars. It's a pretty big net gap. worth. <laughs> That's a pretty big gap. A hundred and forty three thousand seventeen bucks. <laughs> like hey, it's a it's a it's a come on man, nigga. A house off Outer Drive and three hot and readies and a two liter. That's not that's not right, though. <laughs> that shit don't match up. It's not right, dog. Um if you got three hundred thirty three mil, what'd you do with it? Right now. I go buy a crib, pay off some debt, and just chill. I mean, buying a home is one of the key factors to building generational wealth. I wouldn't even go crazy with the crib either. Nah, I could get me Nice hundred thousand dollar house. I forget. I heard somebody say they like. What what people misunderstand is from the have and the have nots, right? The haves think the have nots want to live just like them. Oh, we just want to be comfortable. We don't even want that much. But like y'all overstep and y'all take everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where the anger comes from. Cause it's like, come on, fam. Like I get it. It's a capitalist society. I'm not going to make your money. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should make their money. But y'all y'all, y'all doing too much. Like, re- relax. Nigga, what? Dog. Why, I- my, why, my, my, why is, so first off, you know, Michigan has the highest car insurance in the country, right? Yes. Double more than everybody else. And then Detroit is triple that. So Detroit is, is double what Michigan is. And Michigan is already double what the country is. All right. July 1st, that shit changes, by the way. But, like, that's greedy, fam. Like, why y'all doing that? 
Detroit players, they paying $6,000 a year in car insurance. That's a lot of fucking money. It's astronomical amount of money. Other places in the country spend $1,500 for the year yeah. in car insurance. People in Detroit paying $6,000. That's one of the things that I always hear my friends that have moved out of state, living you know, D.C., Colorado, you know, my, my homeboy, my brother Jay, you know, I remember he got drive a Camaro. He told me when he moved out there, insurance damn near dropped to like $100 a month. You drive a Camaro here in the city of Detroit and you have legit insurance, you're paying three, $400 a month easy. More, easy. Yeah. So, like, um, so that, that that's a major inhibitor. That's a That's a systematic thing, right? Because that inhibits wealth. Because, listen, if... I get a mortgage, right? Say my mortgage is 800 bucks and my car insurance on top of my, my mortgage is $800. My car note is $300. And then my car insurance is $300. When shit get thick, which one you ain't paying? Well, if I didn't have a three, if I didn't have a car insurance that's as just as high as my car note. Well, maybe I can take that extra, say $200 and I can have a big, a bigger home or home in a better neighborhood. Or I could do improvements on my home. Yeah, like, dog, $200 a month is a lot. And the mortgage, the difference between a house that has a mortgage of $800 and a house that has a mortgage of $1,000, that's about an extra bedroom and a, a 500 extra square feet yeah. <laughs> and, a, and probably a half bath. Like, that's a that's a, that's a substantial. That's probably a home in a better area also. 100%. Just for my extra $200 a month, I'm probably, I probably move me and my children to a better area. So, you know what it, you know what it does? So, so if you have a couple dollars in your pocket and you're trying to move and you're trying to find a home and you're looking at drop, you're looking at buying a home in the city of Detroit. What you're going to say is, oh, if I calculate what my car insurance is, if I got to come out of a um, an extra $300 a month, I'm just going to move somewhere else and put that $300 a month in a bigger home. Yeah. And now you force people who are affluent a little bit to move out of the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a tactic. It, it costs less for me to live somewhere else. And that's not fair. No. July 1st, it does change, though. We'll I see. thought she was just giving us like a one-time... No, the the law is actually changed. Go they, 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 June thirtieth is the last day. July first it changed. I'm gonna shoot, shoot you the link where it break down how it changes or whatnot. Look, man, I'm gonna say something. I try not to get too religious on this podcast, but God, good man, he got our attention. He he shake he's shaking up the world. How right how it's supposed to be? Yeah, shaking it right on back. Yeah, man, I'm looking. Thank God, good. Uh, you know, I'm looking to purchase a home, and I'm trying to decide where I want to live at. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to stay in the city. Do I go to the suburbs? Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. You feel me? Um, I just don't know. I almost feel like I got a responsibility to stay in the city. Uh, I feel you. I don't look, man. If somebody give me three hundred thousand right now, I'm I'm for the most part a pretty simple man. I just want a house off of outer drive and another car. That's it. I just want to live comfortable. Now, now, now you a simple man. Because I thought it would show me the catalog. I'll show you how daddy born. Because I, mean, I remember a couple episodes where you said that. <laughs> now, now you a simple man. Look, man. So one of my, I, I'm just going to share it with, with everybody. One of my dreams. I have heard you say that before. Though. Is just to have a house off of out of drive, man. I don't, 
I mean, I don't want to say I don't care which side, what side, uh, of Outer <laughs> Drive, <laughs> West Outer Drive. West Outer Drive, yeah. But I just want to have me a nice house or Outer Drive, man, a newer ride and a beautiful and a beautiful woman to enjoy life with. That's it. I already got kids. I might, maybe one more. Relax, but a beautiful man. woman. How many, houses, how many rooms this house going to have? Shit. So look, man, <laughs> another dream of mine is to have a two-bedroom condo once I put all these kids out because I don't want nobody thinking they can stay with granddad. What kind of shit is that? That's that's backwards for the fam. I want y'all to come visit. I don't want nobody thinking they can stay. And listen, uh, never sell grandma's house. Okay. Shout out to Farrell. always. Always gotta have. A, always gotta have grandma. I, I really regret that we that we couldn't keep my grandmother's house. That's like when my grandmother died in Jersey when I was younger. Like now that I'm older, I get the burden that may have been with us living here in Detroit and having that house out there. But like when my grandmother in the city passed, man, it broke my heart. We couldn't keep that house. Yeah, grandma house. Uh, it's not there no more. Um, it got it got tore down. I think a fire or some shit happened, but it got tore down. But the next door neighbor is the Foster's house. Um, me and my brother stayed in and we bought, I mean, the lot is connected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, we don't stay there. My auntie, when she moved, she sold it. Um, but like, that's not grandma's house. Even though we spent a lot of time growing up in the next door neighbor's house because they was like family. Mm-hmm. It's That's not grandma's house. Shout out to Carter Street, though. Um, yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's a lot of shit going on, dog. And uh, God didn't shook it up. And he had a little snow globe. Is maybe trying to work some things out. I feel like we're missing something, though. Something else, I feel like something else happened this week that oh, we missed. Oh, we missed a whole bunch of shit that happened this week. That uh, I'm going to um, have Curve uh, come on uh, next week. So Shout we can, out to the homie Curve. Because... <laughs> If y'all, if y'all, yeah, I heard Curve moved in my hood, in my in my parents' old hood, man. I got to pull up on him. Man, he been trying to he trying to get me to come over there too, I, man. Yeah, he, I saw I saw he said he was campaigning for neighbors. Yeah, you know, uh, niggas don't want to live next door to me. Uh, I don't really cut my grass like that. Not, no, that's not gonna work for me, dog. And I don't walk my dog on the leash. Oh shit! Story time with Jay. <laughs> Look, nigga, I'm glad you started the shit. Uh, so other night. I cut the grass, you know what I'm saying? I'm out there, um, cut the grass. I went and bought a blower, too. A little- um, A leaf blower? Yeah. Cordless? Yeah. Okay. They cheap now. That shit like 150 bucks or yeah, some I'm shit like that. Yeah, I'm thinking about buying me one. And the battery joint, so I ain't got to worry about no gas and no oil, no shit like that. First off, me, all the gadgets in the fucking world, I don't know why the fuck I was still sweeping in 2020. Like, I, I, I don't fucking know. You talking about you bought like a little rumba thing? No, no, I'm talking about sweeping. Like out after I cut the grass, I got oh, like a sweep yeah. and I put the shit in the bed. Like I don't know why the fuck I was doing that shit. Like leaves and shit like that was out there with the rake and all that. I have no idea. Looking like an old nigga. I have no idea. Look at Mister Jason. That fucking blower. That shit is the best shit. Okay, <laughs> like ever. So I got, I'm out there in the yard. Got my shit back front. Everything looking fucking great and shit. I'm in the crib for the night. Editing some shit. Hear some some commotion outside. Like, what the fuck is that? I look at my my phone and like, there's a fight on my front grass. <laughs> a fight, <laughs> nigga. It's a fight, nigga. A fist fight. An actual fight. Like I hear I hear like noise and come on. So I looked up and I see like it's a group of folks like on the grass and they kind of like towards the side of the crib. So I turn the lights out. You know what I'm saying? I go into the living, I mean to the dining room and shit. Look out the window. Uh, I'm 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 looking like 
Malcolm X yeah. looks on that picture. You feel me? And um, and there was some dudes out there and some girls and shit. And one of the dudes, he 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 he, he taking a nice little beating. You know what I'm saying? When I went back and listened to the footage and shit, apparently somebody stole like a speaker or some sort, and they was they chased it. I've never seen this many kids in my life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so they kids, kids slash young adults. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Never don't even my, know where they come from. Never in my life seen this many motherfucking kids. You know what I'm saying? And they get the, they get the, you know what I'm saying? And they uh over the dude, like, yo, man, you tripping or whatever. And I heard somebody like, nigga, go get the good. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, no, nah, what the fuck is going on? And then somehow, like, girls, it's more girls than guys. The guy didn't, they didn't drag the nigga off. It's more girls than guys. And the girls get to arguing, the girls get to scrapping. Then another car pulls up full of girls. And then they get to scrap it. All on your front lawn. Now, this is on the side of the house now. Now they on the on the side lawn. But I spent time there, too. You feel me? Uh, so I'm thinking like... Is your car parked outside? My car parked in the front. Okay. It was going to be parked right there on the cause side. I, yeah, because I done, I done pulled up at you. You good for parking <laughs> on I, that side. You know what I'm saying? And, I, uh, and I'm thinking like, no, I should record this shit. But I'm like, that's not what I'm about. I don't care. I don't, I want, I don't want people to see this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not about catching people fighting and shit like that. Now I wanted to go outside and tell them this the fuck on, but like I don't think that was gonna work out in somebody's favor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I, I want y'all off my shit because I just been out there all day <laughs> getting my grass and shit. Oh man Jason. Uh, but like there you know, he is. I don't, you know young niggas, you know what I'm saying they start popping off at the mouth and you know you know what I'm saying like Who the house, motherfucker? And then it's do 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 and then now I got to move. Earlier than I needed to move. Right. Cuz now I got to break my lease. Now I didn't kill the kid. You know what I'm saying like I don't want to kill no kid. <laughs> oh shit man, but like it was I got the I got the a lot of the commotion on the ring. I like to watch. I got six minutes of commotion on the ring. So that's the, a long fight. The, it lasted. The whole thing lasted about six, six and a half minutes. That's and a long time when you're fighting. Yeah, for sure. And it was like two and a half fights. You know, you <laughs> feel me? So then, um, next morning I go. You know, leaving for work. I look over to the side. It's a t-shirt. <laughs> Somebody didn't drop it. Nigga got beat out of his shirt. You know what I'm saying? We didn't see. Hate to see it happen. I heard a girl saying, "I live. I use. I live." So I stay on the corner, right? Mm-hmm. These kids came from like a couple streets up, but I guess they chased a nigga down the street. So I'm like, dog, don't know kids like. You ain't I, never seen this many kids in your neighborhood. No, I got like some. There's some small children on the block. You know right. what I'm saying? They be shooting basketball on the little in the street hoop. But like, there's no. There's not that many kid kids. On here, you know what I'm saying? Well, young adults or whatever. Yeah. And like, I was, I'm like, dog, I'm, I'm moving. <laughs> Shit, come the fuck out of here. Just stay in Detroit, though. I've been looking at Rosedale and Sherwood, you know what I'm saying? Rosedale probably be better because um, closer to the studio, close. It's on the west, more yeah. west. Sherwood, like, baby east. It ain't east. <laughs> baby east. It ain't east. It's far. It's, it's, it's close enough to the east. I can smell the funk. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can come out on the porch and I can smell the east side. But um, shout out to y'all in the city. Um, It's been a real tough week on the socials this week, right? Yeah, um, man. I'm not going to, we're not going to get, we an hour and 30 and we're not going to get into it today. But next week, we're going to unpack all that shit that happened in the city this week and the surrounding areas. And one of y'all east side niggas who was good, who not really good, who been real quiet, we gonna drop. Yeah, boy. We not letting that shit uh, off the hook. Nope. 
because you know we support black women up here, right? Yeah. We support women in general, and we support black Absolutely. women up here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so don't think that we're not going to address, but um, I want to be able to have a... You're not on Twitter like that. So I'm like, no, I, I you got, can't follow new people and shit. You just got whoever you was following. I can, long, I, I can see everything. I can. It's different. So I know. I, I know. I'm I'm just going to make me a new Twitter account tonight and hopefully they don't cancel I'm like brand new email address. And I just hope they don't cancel it. But to your point, if you're looking kind of funny in the life, fam, and I'm just going to leave it at that. We got we got to give. But it's a lot of people. Like, I'm not saying nobody in particular. No, I'm just no, saying no, no. But y'all niggas looking a little funny in the light. I will say this, though. Because that page sparked up seven or eight other pages. Yep. One for University of Michigan, one for Eastern Michigan, Wayne Western State. Michigan, Wayne State. I seen, I seen some shit out of state. I seen a video that made it to Worldstar. I don't know where the person was about the same topic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, we'll flush that shit all out next it's, week. It's a lot of y'all looking, and looking I saw, hella strange. And, and I'm I can't like, stand by that shit. And and I gotta say, this is gonna sound weird, and I will explain it after I say it. I'm feeling like a white man, and what I mean by that is, I didn't know there was so much shit going on around me. With people who look like me, and it's like when uh, you were trying to explain white privilege to somebody who's not racist, yeah, who don't see it that way. So it's like, what you mean? Because if you tell me, like, yo, all y'all niggas up at Shop Talk, uh, all y'all got a bunch of baby mamas, y'all got a bunch of kids or some shit, I'm like, no, I don't. You know what I'm saying? You go into defensive mode because yeah. you feel like you're getting attacked, right? Right. But you just don't know. And once you realize, like, what's really going on. It's like, oh shit, maybe I should just shut up and listen. Because people who are sharing in, information and experiences, um, that's what we ask we, we ask others to do, to just be quiet and listen and let us get yeah. our stories and shit out so you'll be more informed. And I'm, now, you, I'm you can do what it what you want from that point. Flab- flabbergasted. You know what I'm saying? Because no, no, I'm and I've seen some of them pages and I've seen some names and faces and you know, while I don't believe everything that I read, but I do believe everyone has a uh, a right to voice their opinion yeah. and voice their story and yeah. voice what they feel. Uh, now, you know, how it plays out, you know, there's a process for that. Facts. But I do believe that when people speak, they should at least be given the form to listen. And I've always gone by the mantra that if somebody speaks on my name, and I know it's not true. I don't care how big or how small the issue is. I'm going to come to the defense of my name. Uh, as the great Marlo Stanfield said, my, my name, name is, is my, my name. name. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to come to the defense of my name. And it's a lot of y'all niggas that got called out by name. And some, picture. Some names holding a little bit more weight than others, but 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 got caught out by names and have been very quiet. It's a lot of people. Somebody said it felt like Thanos snapped his finger and half the niggas on the timeline got quiet. Yeah. I'm tweeting. Because I don't have that. I don't have that blood on my head. <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot. In my judgment. I've seen a lot of block. <laughs> seen a lot of blocking going on. I've seen a lot of accounts that were very public 24, 48 hours ago. Hella private right now. So I'm just saying. You know, we're going we gonna to take it to the table. Yeah, we'll have a we, we have a real discussion next week, you know, um, 
uh, Curve or Marcus um, is a lot more civilized. You know what I'm saying? He's a Curve is one of my favorite people, dog. He's one of my favorite people when we get. He him got in a here. genuine good heart. Yes, he, he does. He wants to be the mediator to let me fix this. He's all he he always comes from a genuine place. Yeah. Sometimes shit can't be fixed. You feel me? No. But you know, Curve Curve always is diplomatic, and I can appreciate that. Those, about those people are needed. You know what I'm saying? As to be a Curve got a podcast. Yeah. Why ain't we never been on it? Well, he keep telling me uh, he gonna. Is my shoe game? My shoe game must not be, you know, <laughs> fierce enough to <laughs> to, to be a part. Boy, I made a lot of money selling shoes in this quarantine. Dog. I'll be honest with you, dog. I just got two drop offs this week too, and I'm about to f- do some flip. I made a lot of money selling shoes this week. I mean, this 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 quarantine, dog. And um, I picked up some some nice keepers too. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm up. What? Look, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm looking for a pair of Flint 13s. I'm not willing to pay more than 300 for them. If you got a pair, that's how sure you were. 13. If we going 300 or less, holla at your boy. Dang going wild on IG. I want them. Yeah, are they? Are you gonna be able to respond back on IG? <laughs> on Instagram, yes. Oh, on Twitter is something I'm, different. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know. Why if I'm you thinking. tweet me, I mean, if you if you hit my DMs on IG, I'll definitely be able to respond. I'm looking for a player of oh, Flint Thirteens, two sixty six. Where at StockX? Yeah, StockX is gonna take my money like like Thanos snap that fucking finger. Oh, you, you got I, I just, I, I just need to talk. To, I, I need to talk to somebody. <laughs> so I you want to put it through to and let the, let the deposit go through? A couple, <laughs> I need a couple more days to put it in there before you put nah. it. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't know they was going for two sixty on StockX because I had somebody two sixty six four size thirteen specifically though. Okay, because you know it, it, it vary by size. I mean, I'm willing to pay that. I'm willing to pay two sixty six. Like if you were eighteen, it's five seventy three. <laughs> If you were 18, you got different decisions you got to make with your yeah. life. But yeah, I'm willing to pay 265 though. Yeah. I may have I got to download StockX. Shit. Yeah. Run it. Run it. I try goat too. But uh yeah. Stock you know and cuz I I'm under that whole umbrella. Yeah. Uh, so I probably it probably be in my best yeah. interest to you know. We talk about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, be a company man. So yeah, man. Um, you got a music pick this week, dog? Yeah, man, I do got a music pick this week. Uh, my music pick of the week. Shout out to. Are you about to listen to it right now? Uh, Send it to me right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my music pick of the week is a friend of the show. Uh, my homeboy Mo Dirt been a guest on the show before. Dropped his EP. Twice. Yeah. Dropped his EP on Street Corner Music, Mo Dirt. That's available on vinyl, which I got to get my hands on because I've been trying to get my vinyl game together. Shout out to Name Tag. Name Tag dropped his joint on vinyl too, man. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I definitely got to get one from the homie then. I got to I gotta jump in his DMs and, and see uh see if he got something because I you want one. I got to reach out to him because jumping in. Yeah, that sounds I got to reach out to the homie name tag. But name but name tag also owes me money. He owes me his publishing. And I, I forgot about that because name tag, I didn't take you to court like I promised I would. But, you know, I we can maybe make it up right now. But you realize you do owe me money for discrediting my name a few podcasts back with, with my cotton candy milk situation. Uh, I I feel like you owe me, homie. So we'll we'll have a discussion though. But shout out to the homie Mo Dirt. Uh, I yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, play a little bit of it. Shit, I'm trying to find it. 
uh, well, why you doing that? My whose man's is this? <sighs> Initially, it was going to um, Drew Brees, but we kind of got to that already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to um, two people who was on the internet um, showing their foreplay. Uh, and oh, their name uh, is Takashi and DJ Academics. Why is he DJ Academics? I've never seen that nigga behind a pair of turntables in my life. But they they uploaded a video of them in a in an empty room together, like slap boxing and like I'm a, I'm gonna fight you when I see you. <laughs> like I'm no foreplay. Like how you like how you fight your girl yeah, after you yeah. ain't seen her all day I from work. I know foreplay when I see it. Them niggas was in the room. Like dog, I like. Did you see they both of they fighting stands? First of all, they was fighting mad. I, there's a word for it, but. I'm not gonna say they was fighting mad uh trash. Un <laughs> unphysical. Un- so listen, I was thinking, right? Since gender is a social construct, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what we were on with. How come you can't call somebody um um why can't you say, say they acting like a male or acting like a female or acting like a boy after a girl if you can change or and you can be whoever you want? No, nah, man, you 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 going down a slippery. slippery I thought about slippery. the other day, like, man, you you acting like a such and such, but I was like, well, technically, this is a, a social contract we construct. Then it's kind of defined, and we know what it is, and we can say that you acting like what? Jay. Anyway, you yeah, you going you going somewhere with that one? Logic. I mean, yes, but you know, people don't really move off of uh, off of logic like that, unfortunately. Uh, shout out to J Cole. I seen him out there on the front lines. Shout out to Kanye West was out there um, in the front lines. Shout out to uh, Nate from Insecure. I seen him out there. Uh, <laughs> Man, how did y'all drop a three hour episode? A fucking uh, this week in culture. I don't know. Should just be happening. Three hours, dog. I mean, I'm not. I I listen to it. I listen to it. I'm not knocking it. Should be happening, man. We try to stay by because we try to stay about two forty five. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, that's. But hey, it happens sometimes. My phone is doing something stupid. All right, man. We have, you, we I'm going to have to send you the link. My uh, bad, dog. We're not, we not getting the music this My week. bad, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, man, what a, what a benediction music at, man. All right. I, <laughs> you threw off my timing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you really threw me off today, man. Oh, also, uh, there's a uh, there's a protest uh, today. Downtown Detroit. Is this the one on Bell Isle? Yeah, I'm not fucking nah, with shit like that. Let me tell y'all something. If Bell Isle is a big circle and it's, a, it's an island. And one how, way in, one way off. And there was a protest where they marched downtown and they started marching niggas towards the eighth precinct where the police were waiting to arrest niggas. So I know yesterday the police didn't show up. Really? So you know how they've been out there in full force. And they they marched somewhere, then they they turned the corner, they came back and went to like the police headquarters, and the police wasn't there. <laughs> They're like, "Listen, fam, y'all not breaking shit no more. Like we about to like I'm not about to keep paying overtime for for all these niggas to be out there. I mean, it's really just people outside. Like what what do y'all do? Like we we agree with you. Like all right, niggas. So, what are, what they need to be protected from if they're peaceful? But I'm definitely not getting on a bridge and on a on an island. It's one way in, one nope, way I'm not getting on a bridge nope. when niggas be throwing tear gas. Like, what you gonna do? You gonna hop off the bridge when they throwing tear Like, no. Uh, in, a, in a piece of Detroit history, Bill Isle, they used it as the jail 
for a long time because of that reason. During the riots, they the army set up their base on Belle Isle, Detroit Facts. And when you got arrested during the riots, they took your ass and put you on Belle Isle. No, not nah, doing not, it. Nah, I'm on, I won't be marching and protesting. They're going to start pushing niggas over the bridge and shit. No, God forbid that shit ever happens because then I'm riding. I'm, I'm, I'm loading up the IRs and we riding. Stone Cold threw the rock over the bridge back in the day. Shout to Stone Cold for sticking the fuck up and, and speaking his yeah. mind. I thought he was one of you thought because he had he be you hey. sound like a good old boy when he get to talking. Yeah, he be having American flags on him hats and shit. I was hey when I when I saw the post, I was like, dog, I don't want to read this. Like it was, it was I thought it was because the title said y'all thought he was one of y'all's, and I thought he'd been like, I was hurt. <laughs> then I was like, wait a minute, this this, this, this sound good. Yeah, like, yes, so, so I'm with it. I can still be a Stone Cold fan. But it's a uh, Dave going wild on IG. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be back on Twitter next week. I'm, I'm putting it out in the atmosphere. I'm, I don't know what I don't know what my Twitter handle gonna be, but the world will know when it's when it's up there. Uh, Dame going wild on IG. Hit the Shop Talk podcast page. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Book some time. Book some motherfucking time because the studio open. Yo, shout out to y'all, man. Um, I'm glad y'all are getting back to work. It's been a long couple months. You feel me? I know y'all listen to podcasts while y'all on the way to work. Shout out to y'all. Get back yeah. to work. <laughs> um, shout out to that Faircon clip I posted. It's been getting a lot of love. You minister, minister. I look, I look at the end. That's one of my favorite, by the way. I look at I the know, insights. You, you, and we've watched that shit at least 100 times. I probably watched that shit, no bullshit, 50 times since I posted it. Because every time somebody comment, I, I watch it again. So um, shout out to that, man. Follow me on uh, Shop Talk Podcast. At uh, on, on Instagram and follow me uh, at Shop Talk the Shop Talk Pod on Twitter. Um, my other shit, you know, you find it if you want to. I'm out there. I'm on the socials. You feel yeah. me? Um, when you see the blue and the black. And before you DM one of us, look at yourself in the mirror. Make sure it makes sense. <laughs> hey man, the thoughts and opinions. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace. It's been 10 days since George Floyd was brutally murdered. How many times do we need to ask you to listen to your plans? What will it take for one of us to be murdered by police brutality? What if I was George Floyd? If I was George Floyd? What if I was George Floyd? 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 I am George Floyd. I am Breonna Taylor. I am Ahmaud Arbery. I am Eric Gardner. I am Tamir Rice. I am Trayvon Martin. I am Walter Scott. I am Michael Brown Jr. I am Samuel Du Bois. I am Frank Smart. I'm Philip White. I am Jordan Baker. We will not be silenced. We assert our right to peacefully protest. It shouldn't take this long to admit. So, on behalf of the National Football League, this is what we, the players, would like to hear you state. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit wrong in silencing our players from peacefully protesting. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. 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 It has been a difficult time for our country, in particular, black people in our country. First, my condolences to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism 
and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Without black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. Yo, bullshit. Yo, we got to come back. You bullshit. We had to come back. Y'all just heard that shit, right? We, me and Dane was sitting here kicking it after the fucking show and shit. And we had to, we had a conversation of like, what is Roger Goodell going to do? Cause he going, we, I was like, yo, he got to, it's too much money on the line, the whole nine. And, you and was I like, was like, nah, he ain't going to buckle under the pressure. Cause the shield never folds. And I'm like, let me go on ESPN and see what this nigga said. Verbatim. Word, word for fucking word. So what y'all just heard was the NFL players joint, and then you heard Roger Goodell's, which was like word for word. Nigga, this major. You know what this means? This means that all that violent shit worked. All those buildings that got burnt down, all those places that got looted, all that shit that happened that we was like, yo, I don't know if this is this is look. The fucking world. Is everybody's on the same wow, page. Man. And all it took was niggas to burn some shit the fuck down all over the country and to really be out here active consistently. Didn't have to worry about going to work the next morning because we off. So I got I got a whole week of protest. Before, I gotta get up and be at work at seven o'clock in the morning. I can't be out here all night. Nobody's going to work. Everybody out there bro. Nigga, this shit didn't work. It's working. I never thought I'd see it, dog. God never. That's fucking wild. Shit, you were right about. We ain't even, we ain't even start recording twenty minutes ago. That's fucking wild. I we just wanted to, we wanted to get that shit in because we couldn't wait another fucking a week for that. That I was not expecting that. Hey man, I was you know every time I come to the studio, I listen to something to get my mind like in in the right place. I was listening to Mozzie, not not Detroit Mozzie, yeah. but uh, you know West Coast Mozzie. I stopped praying, start trapping, gave Jesus a break. <laughs> we 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 stop praying about it. Stop, you know, we shall overcome and, and being very passive about things and changes changes upon us. Man, that's wild, man. Um, and the revolution is right on television. Jill Scott Heron was in Gil Scott Heron was incorrect. The revolution yeah, is right on TV. Yeah, man. It's uh yeah, man. That's why I, a little bit more violence. Bang the gavel on that shit. All right, y'all. We'll check it y'all next week. Yep.